Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Hi, I'm Patty, and welcome to A Great Day to Talk. I'm here with my good friend, Miss Kim Michelle Pullen. And of course, you see three heads behind me, but we are missing our friend Jill tonight as it is the uh, fall break here in Southern Utah and mm-hmm. getting prepared for her travels to New York tomorrow. Yes. So we're excited for her. We miss her, but we mm-hmm. are happy that she gets to go on this trip for fall break. So yeah. How are you doing today, Kim Michelle? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fall break starts today, like you mentioned. And um, so uh, our kids are off to great adventures. And they mm-hmm. kept asking me, what, Mrs. Pullen, what are you going to be doing for fall break? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, correcting essays. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I will be doing all of fall break. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and who wouldn't want to do that? Honestly. Oh, oh right. come on. Yeah. Bring wow. it, bring it. Yeah. I hope I can do that uh, long into even next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, I will also be grading some essays mm-hmm. tonight and I'm sure tomorrow, hopefully I can be done with them tomorrow, but I only teach two language arts class. Yeah. Classes. So I have. So I have eight. Yeah. So eight times mm-hmm. 30 something. Yeah. Is I have 240 essays. 240 to go. essays to grade. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, it's insane. I don't even know how that is. That, that isn't even healthy. Exactly. Because I, I'll start reading and I'll do several, you know, in one sitting, like several. Mm-hmm. And then I, recognize that am I even am I reading and I have to go back and reread and make sure I graded it similarly well I'm not gonna say whose um paper this was on but I mm-hmm. did see my notes on one of them mm-hmm. the next day and I didn't look at my notes and I was like oh my gosh I'm glad that I'm doing the notes on a separate scoring sheet uh-huh. because I looked at them and I was like I don't even know what I was trying to say there. So I had to take that off and just put a new scoring sheet on there. Right. Because obviously the words were not coming to me at that. I think it was two in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. And they weren't coming to me very well. So, Which is probably the time the student wrote the paper. So so, we were probably, you know, in about the same Mm -hmm. boat. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think um, this coming quarter, I'm going to start with the paper and end with the novel. Um, and mm-hmm. not leave it to the last right before Christmas trying to grade. But could you do split your classes up and do paper first part and the other class mm-hmm. book? And yes, that so would that, be the really smart thing yeah. to do. Um, I think, and you know, I'm just back in the classroom for not after a while of not being in the classroom. So there's a lot that I'm learning in the oh, process sure. again as well. And um, and and you've never had to teach. I mean, to teach eight classes. Yeah, we that's 
that's because the school you're at is a, on a five-day block. Right. And my school's on a four-day block. Right. And so I I have seven classes. I have six normally, but mm-hmm. this year I have seven. And you have eight. That's yeah, too many. Yeah, and we will be going into literature next. Um, the the what I'm really clear on is that I don't want to put them into a next essay until we've had a chance to do some very guided, specific uh, instruction about specific parts of the essay, so that um, everyone wins more. Yeah, I <laughs> I know. I'm gonna. Ha- I. Um... I think for me, the kids write like they text a lot. Mm-hmm. So names aren't capitalized. And for sophomores, that shouldn't, I shouldn't have to say capitalize all names and titles of books. And did you know that you is more than just a letter? Yes. It's spelt Y O U. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got mm-hmm. a lot. I got a lot of that <laughs> in all the pre-writing um, we've done this year. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen that yet. Well, they, they aren't supposed to even use the first person in the exactly. essay. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, overall they did a really good mm-hmm. job around that. I think it's more, you know, the thesis statement. And, yeah. So we're going to do very guided instruction. I'm sure this is very helpful to everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We could talk all day long about this, but today English we, teachers, we can all yes, do a call together. <laughs> right. Um, we wanted to talk today about, uh, Kim Michelle called it lessons from the abyss. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> what we were thinking about with this topic is just things that, um, lessons we've learned, mm-hmm. um, lessons we maybe wish we would have taught our kids sooner. Yeah. And um, lessons that we can see um, from our current students that maybe need to be taught. So some of those things that are hard for kids today, some of those things that we could have helped our own kids uh, navigate better. And then I'm wondering sometimes why I have to keep learning the same lessons over and over. From the adult space, Yeah, right? Uh, Looking in. And the goal is that we can share those with you so that you don't have to join the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Just learn from this uh, podcast today. And then you're like, oh, okay. I won't do that. Although it's a party in here with us and you're welcome to join us. Yeah. You know, you can just stay on the looking over in yeah, and say, yeah, it looks good down there. Oh, Have fun ladies. Yes. And then just stay, stay curbside. in your safe. <laughs> yeah. Stay in your safe place. I was, um, uh, rushing around today all day. Today is a day where I teach four classes. So I don't have a prep and, um, needed to be at the bank and to the mechanic and then to another appointment and then to here. And I, of course it's senior games. So there's a ton of traffic and mm-hmm. just, um, navigating the traffic is stressful and feeling I, w- I had overscheduled myself for sure. And I'm thinking, why do I continue to overschedule myself and what lesson can I learn from, um, creating a boundary around my schedule for me, like making it so that I say no to myself. Yeah. Um, because I'm the one making the, the appointments, um, you know, and I, I always cut it thin. I've got, this will take me 15 minutes to get there. So I will only schedule till this. So then I have 15 minutes to the next thing and the next thing. And I just, uh, today was thinking I need to learn a lesson here, looking at my calendar, 
um, maybe reschedule a few things so that I can um, be less booked every day. Yeah. So why do you think that is? Why do you think it is that specifically around that, mm -hmm. right? That why is that my yeah, behavior? Schedule yeah. to schedule, appointment to appointment to appointment to appointment right. or. Well, today um, was special because um, I own a van rental company with my husband and he's been out of town since Thursday. And one of the vans was returned Monday night um, and was to be cleaned Tuesday and go out today. Mm -hmm. And um, I got an email on Tuesday afternoon that said, hey, just wanted to let you know, um, we hit a big rock and broke the power steering and some plastic uh, underneath the oh, van. So you're going to need to get that fixed before <laughs> it goes back out. And this is yesterday at around one thirty. Oh, and it still had to, I, it, I hadn't driven it. It just been parked. And so I didn't know that until yeah. the next day. So I ran home and drove it to a mechanic that was willing to help me. He found a part today. I called the lady that had um, scheduled it today and I said, look, this happened. And she's like, that's fine. We'll just take two cars. It was just in case it'd be fun. And um, we were back and forth between those conversations yesterday and then back and forth today as well. And um, when I told her, look, the the part is fixed. There's power steering works, but the van hasn't been cleaned. So I wouldn't ever let it go out unclean, yeah, but sure. I am teaching and can't go clean it. Yeah. And she goes, I'll pick it up. I'll clean it. We just want to have it. And I was like, okay. So, well, first Patty, just let me say good on you because that is a huge shift for you because mm -hmm. there would have been a time in your life that you're like, oh no, there's no way I'd ever let uh -uh. that never, 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 never mm -mm. ever, ever mm -mm. let that go out without it being, being spotless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I usually, um, clean the vans or double check when, mm -hmm. when they, yeah. when I've taken them someplace to be cleaned. But anyway, so the mechanic wants cash. He trusts that I'll bring it to him after the van is picked up by this gal. I Venmo her money to go get it cleaned and it was all fine, but I had to leave the school, get cash, go up to industrial, pay him, go back down to my other appointment, get back up here. And so normally I wouldn't have had the van scenario. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have felt overscheduled. Yeah. But today, it was, I was, mm -hmm. and now I, you know, it, so I'm going to, I've got to learn a lesson in that. I've got to figure out how to, um, look at my appointments and which ones do I need and get rid of a couple things. Cause I am not getting to the gym like I want, um, because of the appointments that I have made for myself. Yeah. And I think anyone out there, it's not the same scenario, but mm -hmm. I think most people out there have a similar kind of situation that can put you into the abyss, right? Yeah. It can just yeah. totally, I have everything kind of laid out what this is potentially going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then something changes and all of a sudden now, um, I'm going to probably figure it out and make it work. But energetically, I'm in a totally different space now. Right, than I would have been. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's true too, because, um, the energy around all of that was stressful mm -hmm. and I'm already exactly. have a lot of 
energy around getting my grades done mm-hmm. and getting every paper. Yep. And did this kid get in and how do I email that parent and all that energy around that. Um, and so I don't want to have, I don't want to yeah. have that. So I got to brush it off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what happens to me in the mornings. Oh, I know I need to leave by a certain time mm-hmm. in the morning and it doesn't seem to matter. Like if, if I get up really early and Scott will tease me about this all the time, but in a very loving way, because if he teases me too much or in not a loving way, then he is in the abyss before I even get there. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yep. But, you know, he'll, it doesn't seem to matter how early I get up. It, when I, it's comes to about five minutes before I'm supposed to be leaving, all of a sudden I'm in this, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Yes. And then the last uh-huh. five minutes is just like chaos right, there. Right. I'm running around. Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Right. Mm-hmm. In that last five minutes, yeah. uh, no and matter you have, what time I get up. You have a pretty good drive. I have a good little drive. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, St. So George is in a huge community. Well, so, but. And you get that. For you can here. Get that freeway, right? And then yeah. go down. But mm-hmm. you're still probably 20 something yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there must be a part of me that thrives on. There must be. It doesn't make any sense. That's what that. That's why your rational mind can't figure it out because mm-hmm. rationally it makes no sense whatsoever that you are getting some kind of a payoff by being in that frantic space that last five minutes. Mm-hmm. But you must be getting something from it, or I mm-hmm. wouldn't continue to do it every. Right. every every morning. Mm-hmm. What do you think the payoff is? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, is it um, the rush of having to hurry and you get a little adrenaline and it gives you some energy? Is I, it? I, I don't think it is that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, or a sense of importance that you've got to hurry and get. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. it's like, I, Gosh, I think, now I've got the whole world on my shoulders. I've got my big bag that I can hardly lift out and mm-hmm. on my way to the car, you know. Um, I don't, I, but I do know that I get to either, there's one school of thought that says you have to figure it all out and, mm-hmm. and get to the root of why that is, or you'll never be able to get past resolve it, it uh-huh. in a long-term kind of way. Mm-hmm. There's another school of thought that just says, Okay, that might take you a year to figure it out. So just stop the behavior. Just stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Have if you, you ha- I love that Bob Newhart. If you oh have, my gosh, this, it's this my is favorite. the best thing we could leave you with. If you've never seen this, this may mm. be the whole reason right. you are on today's podcast, and and this may be the whole reason we're doing it because mm-hmm. we even had a conversation. We're in fall break. Maybe we don't do the podcast today. We just wish everyone. You know, happy wherever you are. We're off, so uh-huh. we'll see you next week. And we're like, no, let's do it. Yeah. So maybe this is the whole reason we're doing it. So if you have not seen the Bob Newhart clip, right, where he is the therapist and mm-hmm. he charges uh, five dollars mm-hmm. yeah. cash. Yeah. If you haven't, it's called Stop It. Uh huh. If you haven't seen it, just watch it. Watch it. Just and it, it. it's a hundred percent. Yeah. And my, my husband and I will tease about it. Like, well, just stop, stop it. it. Stop, stop doing that. Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, there's some wisdom in that. To- there's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
it's worth every cent of five dollars it's probably <laughs> it's yeah uh the gal comes to him and gives her yeah this is my behavior mm-hmm. and he goes well just stop, stop doing it that. stop doing it yeah, stop, stop it, it. <laughs> well i think it's because of my nope no, uh, don't no, bring your no, mom uh-uh, into this no. just stop uh-uh, the behavior just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's, it's, it's classic great. it's mm-hmm. uh yeah totally delightful so right that uh almost like a kind of a behaviorist point of view uh-huh yeah yeah, it's delightful, and um, if you do it with somebody that you love and care about, then it can become a running kind of between Rip. the two of you, which is an, a nice little thing, too. So yeah. that is kind of the place that I'm in. I don't know that I have to figure it all out. Right. I just know that it doesn't serve me. To race around. Yeah, because yeah. I'm having a wonderful... I, I think what happens is in those morning, uh, in those times when I do get up extra early... I'm like, oh, I'm up really early. So now I just want to take my time, and Mm -hmm. I do. And then I don't realize how much time I've taken until I look at the clock. And then I'm like, holy moly, Yeah, I got to go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's hard. I I think I would have a hard time um, if I had a relaxing morning where Mm -hmm. I was up early and was able to watch the news and sit on the couch and ready to go. I would have a harder time getting up and leaving. Yeah. So it's good that I only give myself the right amount of time to get up, get ready, get out the door. And we used to always, I used to always watch the news in the morning Mm -hmm. um, and have done that almost always, Yeah, you know, because I used to um, coach the speech and debate program. And so that even when I was teaching before, I maybe had a couple of English English classes, but I never Mm -hmm. had a schedule like, like I have now no, no. because I always had speech and debate. So, and even when I left, I only taught speech and debate. And so um, I always watched the news at the beginning. This year, I was watching at the beginning of the school year, but then it really, I didn't really feel like it was a healthy place for me. Right. So now I watch like Jimmy Fallon from the night before in uh, the morning, Right. which I'm just loving it's just a wonderful way for me to start even if you just watch his um monologue yeah Yeah. i'm always giggling in the mm -hmm. morning right so that's such a better place for me to be um as i'm getting ready and usually i can gauge it like how i need to be out the door by the time Mm -hmm. that we've watched that right (laughs) because we're fast forwarding through the commercials you know whatever so um yeah yeah well, uh, lesson learned. I uh, know. You're going to stop it and figure out how stop to get it. out the yeah. door. Mm-hmm. 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 Or at least I'm going to start saying, stop saying, oh, I've got to get out of here. <laughs> right. Because that doesn't help me. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Right. I, um, I was thinking, too, about uh, a lesson learned is to uh, advocate for yourself. Yes. And that's not only a lesson that... Um, I think student, younger kids need to learn. Little kids need to all the way up. Yeah, all the way. Um, I my six year old grandson, he needs to advocate for himself too. I mean, and I think he does. uh, He does a great job of of some of that anyway. But um, we have uh, students that um, have their parents' email instead of them come talk to Mm -hmm. us. And I would much rather um, 
I, I don't mind the parent emails because that gives me a reminder to check in on their student. Yep. But I would rather that student email me or come um, in and say, hey, can I just go over something with you? And I do have a lot of that too, yeah. but we definitely have some that are uh, more shy. But also, our, um, as we age ourselves, like at my age, you know, in what ways do I need to advocate for myself? Um, maybe it's with work. Maybe I need to, you know, let my principal know that this isn't working. I have too many students or whatever it is. Yeah. Or if I met the doctor, advocate for myself and say, Hey, I don't want to take medication. What's an mm -hmm. alternative or, or I want to get, I a do second, want medication or I need to double my <laughs> dose um, and advocate for myself that way. Yes. And uh, I need something stronger. Um, so what are you, what are your thoughts on, on uh, as we age, how, how are we not advocating for ourselves as we get older and maybe why aren't we? Yeah, I think that, um, I think that in, even in today's culture, I think sometimes it can, there, there's a feeling like I don't want to speak up about anything mm -hmm. um, because I just don't know how it's going to be received on the other end. Right. But at the same time, but in those situations, then we're just giving all of our personal power away to a circumstance or something outside of us. So, mm -hmm. you know, really, we all know we get to put our big girl panties on or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you're a gentleman, maybe you don't want to put your big girl panties on or maybe you maybe you do. Right. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that's any, exactly right. As long as you have some panties. <laughs> Or, or, or not, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, exactly. whatever. <laughs> um, I, and I think that it is important. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we don't because we're not exactly sure that we want to take an own responsibility for what the answer mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to come across often as argumentative if, yeah. if advocating for yourself is. Um, for example, I needed to tell someone... Um, yesterday that uh, I didn't want to pay for their service because it wasn't done. Mm -hmm. It was awful and it wasn't done. Mm -hmm. And um, it's someone that has uh, worked for a lot of years. And, yeah. And I just didn't, I was like, you know, I didn't advocate for myself. I didn't stick up for myself and say, this was an awful job and I'm not paying for it. Yeah. I think the most important thing is that um, we do step into those uncomfortable conversations and we are willing to have them and we just have them with grace and compassion, right? Mm -hmm. For the other person, I appreciate what you try to do here. It isn't satisfactory to me. Mm -hmm. And so what you can, can we, redo it or, right. you know, how, how can we resolve this so that it is satisfactory for both of us, and if we mm -hmm. can't resolve that, then unfortunately, this we can't continue this right. relationship. Right. Yeah. And I and I won't. I won't. Um, and I didn't resolve it, and I didn't give the, the person a chance to resolve mm -hmm. it. And I also won't have that person work for me again. Yeah. Well. So I didn't do it with grace and compassion. I just let it go, which is pretty passive aggressive of me to be like, it's fine. And on the side, I'll never see you again. You will never work for me again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not too late for you to go back and say, 
you're not going to work for me again. And here, let me tell you why. Yeah. Yep. And I could, and if it comes up, um, I'll let them know that at that time. Um, or let Riley do it. Yeah. You can do that too. (laughs) Cause that's why we have a spouse. Right. Right. He can say it. Uh I don't want to be the, that person sometimes. And I think that's another reason we don't advocate, um, is questioning. And there's a lot of people in our lives that we were really told not to question, um, growing up. Right. Yeah. And, um, I think that's baloney. I think we should question everything. I, I, there's an inquisitive mind is a great mind. Mm -hmm. A curious mind is a great mind. Yes. And those are really great values Mm -hmm. to be inquisitive, to be curious. There's nothing, you know, how many times, I don't know how many times I was told I asked too many questions and we probably all said it to one of our children. Right. Not all of them because Mm -hmm. some of our children probably never asked a question, but we probably all have one child that asked a lot of questions. And somewhere along the line, we probably said something about that. Um, That's the collective we, that means me. I I probably said that along the way. Um, But that's a great quality for someone Mm -hmm. to have, that to be inquisitive and to ask questions, Mm -hmm. not questions that are challenging someone, but that just questions because they're curious. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think when you ask questions that are curious and you respond with to those questions just because they are curious. Mm -hmm. I think that's always empowering for all parties involved. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I'm lucky because I teach, um, psychology and it's, uh, one, the topic is great and the kids usually can relate to a lot of it and uh, a lot of great questions come out of it. So I have a, a bucket called the light bulb. It's a light bulb question. And if they ask a inquisitive question that is like what we're talking about and they connected it to something else, like mm. it's beyond what our conversation is. They It sparked a question for mm-hmm. them. Um, then somebody will, Hey, that was a light bulb question. And I'm like, you're right. And they put their name in the bucket. And then every week I pull a name out and they get five extra credit points for a light bulb question. And, um, and so then it's nice because the kids will advocate for each other. Hey, that's a light bulb question. I love that. Yeah. And, um, oftentimes their light bulb questions stump me, you know, you know, that is a great question. I don't know the answer to it. Who wants to look it up? See if we can find it. And it, uh, or, or, um, you know, sometimes maybe I make something up and they believe it. That well, happens too. Good on you. Yeah. But not always. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, it's, and it's nice. I think to, um, to not feel bad about not knowing everything. No, I think yeah. it's important mm-hmm. for them to understand and appreciate that everyone is just human right Mm -hmm. and that and I think it's really empowering I think there was a time when teachers especially felt like it wasn't okay to acknowledge that you didn't know right you had but I think I think we're way past that time I hope we are I hope so too and I mean at least just even as human beings you know I don't know that question that's awesome let's figure it out yeah Mm -hmm. because it models that for them too that they don't have to for them to be valued in the classroom, they don't have to know everything, right? right? And right. Um, they're not their grade. They're not what they just got on that test. They're mm-hmm. not, there's so much more than that. And, of course. And 
we are too as educators, mm-hmm. right? So, right. well, and I love if I go to a store and I ask somebody, hey, I've got a question about this product. Da, da, da. You know what? I don't know. Let's find someone who does. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot to it as we're as adults talking to adults. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. I agree for sure. And I think we do, I think with our young kids, I think we do a good job of uh, teaching them to ask and to, and mm-hmm. to advocate even a little bit for themselves. Uh, I think it is that high school age that they're now, for whatever reason, maybe feeling a little less comfortable mm-hmm. with themselves. They're now dealing with a clear authority type figures all around them. Parents right, now, right. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers, they're looking at what's happening next for them in their life as far as college or what's mm-hmm. going to happen after high school. And they've got a lot of fingers in the pot there for them. And I think for some of them, they're more uh, trepidatious than they were before. They're mm-hmm. more hesitant. Mm-hmm. And I think you maybe have some more parents that are uh, concerned now because mm-hmm. you've got big life decisions going on now. If right. it, you know, if it is, it's a big deal for somebody's future, mm-hmm. what happens for them this right. first couple of years out of high school and it can make a big difference. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, when I got my grades at the end of the quarter, um, it was well after the quarter and it was printed on a piece of paper. Right. And when I got my grades, I was also surprised at what my grades were. Yeah. We didn't have any information really. It's just so tracked in life. Yeah. Real time now. It's so real time. That. That it's, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if our grades aren't updated immediately, we're in, you know, I marked somebody absent today by mistake. Yes. Uh, they were tardy uh-huh. and I meant to mark them tardy and I marked them absent. Yeah. And I, uh, ha- it like a minute later, mm-hmm. the person came up and said, uh, I think you, you marked-, marked me absent. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I meant to mark you tardy and I would have found F- it and corrected. It. Sure. And then my question was, well, how did you know that? Because you're not supposed to have your phone. Yeah. But my first right. question was, "Wow, yeah, I've had kids, I've had kids do that to me. Hey, so you marked fast. me absent. I'm sitting right here, right there, because they'll get the notification, which is great because they get notifications for that, and I'm sure they could get the notifications on their phone or on their watch too if they didn't have their phone with them. Yeah. But um, yeah, that is tricky. I remember being the um, kind of a helicopter mom with uh, Bailey when she was in." ninth grade, maybe eighth grade, maybe seventh. It might've been all the whole time. Um, but I could check her grades and I would just refresh to see if anything had changed. Oh, mom. Yeah. And, and I finally remember going, what am I doing? This is obsessive. And I said, okay, Bay, you're on your own. Good luck with your grades. Yeah, and I would text just- her, why do you have a zero on this? And she's in school and I'm texting her. And like, I, yeah. I'm the, my, I was my worst yeah. No, you're my worst. I'm your worst mom. nightmare mom. I, I was, I, <laughs> I didn't do it with, I didn't do it with Abby. We just yeah. kind of at the end, I'm like, how are your grades? What's going on? And we'd talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that first, first time I was able to see power school, um, yeah. when she was old enough to have yep. access to her grades, I do remember, um, it was an, it was an obsession for a minute. Yeah. 
Yeah, I and I I totally understand a parent's um, mm-hmm. concern and desire right. to want to know and a desire to mm-hmm. advocate on behalf of their child. Sure. Uh, and I wouldn't ever tell you not to. I would just <sighs> encourage you to have your child advocate first because um, it's an important skill for them to know. And I think most adults will work want to see your child be successful mm-hmm. and will want to work with them. They just want your child to step into that space and come from a place of responsible about where they're at and why they're there uh-huh. and to acknowledge what's been going on around them, which you may not be aware of mom and dad, uh, but your student is. And that conversation, I think, empowers your child in ways that serves them. Right. And so I would just really, the first, my first response would always be, have you spoken to the teacher? And they might say, yes, I have. And they won't do anything. They won't help me. Uh huh. So I get that right. too, but. Well, and I think uh, it's I, I, what, what you just said about coming from a place of responsible, mm-hmm. um, because I think all of us in, at any age, um, if we're feeling, um, uh, insecure about something might go victim yeah. and not take responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. And it's easy. I know my kids would do the same thing. It's not my fault. It's the teacher yeah. and I'm all, you are barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, go figure that out. Yeah. You know, go figure it out with the teacher. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page around responsible because responsible doesn't, isn't about shame and it isn't about blame. No, 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 no. It just is simply saying here are the things that I'm responsible for that has led to the place that I'm in right now. Just like I would come from a place of responsible as the teacher about Mm -hmm. why we're where we're at right now. Was I unclear about the instruction in the the instruction? Was I unclear about when it was going to be due? Because if I am, then I get to come from responsible around that and work to create solution too. And so I don't have any problem whatsoever acknowledging about, you know what? I, even when I'm grading these essays, when I see something that is coming up over and over and over again, then I understand, listen, this, there's no more work that gets to be done here. And Mm -hmm. so when I grade this portion of it, I'm going to understand and appreciate that there's more work that gets to be done here. We're going to do it together. So I'm going to take that in consideration when I grade this portion of the essay. I, I do that. I, it's so nice because I can say, oh, wow, my AP psych students all missed question 10. Yeah, exactly. What, what didn't I do? Yeah. How did I not get that information yep. across? And that's just mm-hmm. coming from responsible. And yeah. that's, I think, what we want all everyone children as they grow and advance. And I think that's how you want every high mm-hmm. school student to be able to show up in the world when they're no longer in your home is from that place of responsible. How did my actions lead us to where I am right now? Exactly. Because then they have, if they're, if it's true, their actions led them to where they are and they are not where they want to be. That is so awesome because then they can change their actions to get themselves someplace else. Right. As we all can, adults yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, when I was uh, younger and I moved to California, I was working for a therapy center. I was about twenty-two, 
Um, I remember uh, not willing to, I was so nervous about making a mistake. Mm -hmm. I And I did not want to let anyone know that I would have made a mistake or, or wasn't perfect. You just, if you made a mistake, you... You hit it. Yeah, you hit it. You hit it. Mm -hmm. And one one of the things I learned uh, from this uh, wonderful group of therapists, probably because they were therapists, they were great. Is that it was, it's okay to make a mistake. Just own it. Yeah. Just say, oh, I, you know what, I dropped the ball on that, or I didn't um, get that in, or I was gone and forgot to ask, or, um, you know, I forgot to email them back. And it is, it was uh, liberating mm-hmm. when I learned. That I could own. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean I always do it. What? Well, well, yeah. It's a journey. It's a journey, but a it journey. was really nice to to make a mistake and not be shamed and still be liked. Yes. Yeah. Because that that was a real big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And which is a whole, whole other conversation uh-huh. about you know how what somebody else thinks of me mm-hmm. is really. Not any of my business. I know. I love that too. It's yeah. not my business what other people think, but mm-hmm. uh, wow, do I, why do I make it my business then? Well, cause you're human. Yeah. So that's part of mm-hmm. it, you know, and it, we'd be crazy if we said it doesn't matter. Right. What we're, what that comment really means is that I can't let it. Mm-hmm determine how I'm going to show up in the world. Right. Because then I'm only going to be consumed about making sure that I look good to somebody else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's not yeah. what we, we need to do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to look over my schedule and see how I can stop over scheduling. Yep. And I'm going to definitely be looking at why, what is it? That that five minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> is so rushed. Yeah, it's so rushed. Yeah, yeah, it's so rushed for me. So mm-hmm. that uh, I because it can be so just peaceful and uh-huh. la la la, and then bam, land. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna be late, and then it's rush, 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 rush. Right. Yeah, and then you know, as soon as you're in that rush, 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 then I can't find my keys, and then I can't oh, find sure. this, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you trip and mm-hmm. you spill and mm-hmm. all yeah. the things. Mm-hmm. All the for things. For sure. And yeah. it's the same with being, you know, over scheduling and then you start resenting who you've scheduled with and it has yeah. nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them yeah. at all. So yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make some peace with that tonight. Oh yeah. So well, next try. week on this call, mm-hmm. boy, it's just gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna be mm-hmm. awesome. Everything's gonna be easy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh lessons are always oh, why do we learn them? Because we have to, but I mean, why do I have to well, learn the same Well, because we get ones? to. We get to. It's mm-hmm. the only way we grow. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. I told, I talked to my kids about that today. Your right? students, That yeah. life's going to come at you. And yeah. that's okay. That's, mm-hmm. you know, just stand in your power. Know who you are. Yeah. Own own your greatness. You oh, know? I want to take your class. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today. We will be here next Wednesday at six o'clock. Yes. Jill will still be in, oh, she'll be flying home from New York, I think, next Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have a, a wonderful discussion uh, ready yeah, for you. Uh, we will. And can't wait to have you. Thanks Bye for being everyone. here.
Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.